0: will not be televised. The revolution will be streamed live. Yo, what is up? New episode a Critical and Thinking Podcast. Ty Barnett. Ian Harris, what is going on? Yeah, uh, you know what? Uh, we got a lot to talk about. We right. got a lot, lot to cover. Uh, we're waiting for some people to jump in here. Uh, Ian Harris has joined. Uh, see I'm that, going to share this. Yes. As a I don't know how I'm to gonna do it. I'm going to do a here. watch party. What up, Corey? Whoa. Corey yeah. is there. Hey. Um, so yeah, yeah, yeah. We got uh I know last po- just, you know, last podcast, there was a lot more gruff in it. Uh, and we always promise ourselves every week that we're gonna make it lighter. So we're gonna can we talk about the movie? Do you mind if we t- yeah, let's talk about it. Let's, let's start with okay. let's start with the movie and then we can go on to uh, what up, Bruce Jingles to some other shit. Yeah, so we're gonna start with uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Uh, Ian well, just saw it today. I no, saw. I actually saw it on the weekend. You saw it? Oh, I saw it on yeah. the weekend, Yeah, that was yeah. an old thing. No, I meant to type were. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I saw that after what I saw. <laughs> I was honestly when I saw your post, it said an hour. It said you were uh, you were halfway through the movie in an hour, and I'm like, how the fuck is he gonna make this podcast at <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> the movie? So um, no, I meant when I meant to say we we
1: we were halfway through the movie. We got we And I, have said, Bruce we, and I said we are halfway through the movie. Well, okay. all you gotta do is
0: click. It always thinks you are Bruce. Hilar- I know, Hilar- hey Bruce, you know that, right? They for some reason face yeah. recognition for some reason thinks that we look alike. I don't understand. It always that. says
1: it always says, Would you like to tag Bruce Jingles and Moby? And we're the, like, what it, the fuck?
0: And the so, thing is, I don't even get that with Bruce. Like no. Bruce is is a dark chocolate. I am caramel at the <laughs> darkest. At the darkest. I don't understand how they keep messing that up. But Yeah,
1: and, and I am pasty, whereas Moby is ghostly. Hilarious. <laughs> Um, uh
0: what up Corey? uh Bruce, We had a couple people other people chimed in. I got so, some people
1: ahead. over here, too. Thank you, people on this side. Uh, we got um, so yeah, so let's talk a little What'd bit what you think of spoilers, spoilers, so we're gonna talk oh. right now spoilers. We're gonna talk a little bit before we get
0: into heavy shit. We're gonna talk a little bit about uh once upon a time in Hollywood, Quentin Tarantino's ninth movie. If you have not seen the movie and you care about not having it spoiled, I'm telling you, leave now. Cause we will be talking about it. Yes. So to start this off, I didn't to be honest with you, I didn't realize it was only this was only his ninth movie. Yeah. I would have thought, you know, this dude's been in around for a long time. Like, yeah, 1992 was uh was a uh, Reservoir Dogs, I think. That's weird that he's only he only has nine
1: movies. But he does, he does Uber he, the he rest make, of the time. He, <laughs> he makes you know, I'm sure he's doing okay though. <laughs> like, you know, I was let me say before we even get started, I was just talking about this. You know what I like about Tarantino aside, I mean As a human being, um, that the Zucker brothers do this, um, the Coen brothers do this, um, they do this thing where people who like family members or people who um, who have helped them out in the past, people who are who are um, you know been in their movies or whatever, he always finds a role.
0: Tarantino, yes. uh,
1: So you look at like Michael Madsen's in this for a very short period of time. I know. And the thing about it is this. Michael Madsen, I hear he's really hard to work with right now. They say that like there's people they say y- you could get him for ten grand to be in your movie, but he- but no one wants him in your movie because he won't show up. He might be drunk. I mean, yeah. I don't know if this is true, but I've heard. I was
0: different. just I, I was just about to say like they probably go pick him up from rehab right. to shoot the scenes, but you and, just
1: and it's verify like that. and it's like you hear that and you go, man, that sucks. But the thing is, you know, as uh, when you do something, you do a movie. I still get. I mean, they're tiny. I still get like three dollar checks for voiceover yeah. work I did for. I just got a check a for twenty one cents. Right. I just God. I'm cashing I'm cashing if you're if you're a the fuck slightly out. Slightly bigger too. one bigger role, and you've got a hundred movies and something as big as a Tarantino movie that plays all the time and gets licensed all the time. Right. You must you know, even the small bit small role people are probably still getting a thousand, two thousand bucks a month or every quarter on all these little different yeah. little movies. So when I think about like, you know, when the Zucker brothers put their mom and everything, or that's like a retirement plan. Every oh, time ta- yeah. every time airplane gets picked up somewhere. You know, I mean, if she's still alive now, but Charlotte Zucker would probably get you know a few thousand bucks in the mail for or whatever the deal. Oh, is. I'm sure, dude, like, and
0: they play that on AMC all the fucking time. So
1: I think I think that's really cool when I see these people and they're like, "That's cool, man. That guy was there when he was starting out, and he continues to put that probably because yeah. he likes to work with him, but also because it's like, hey, man, I'm going to give you a role. You're not working too much right now. I'm going to put you. But in I also I always...
0: also think that people like Madsen also look at it like. Shit, this is the only dude that'll put up with my shit. <laughs> so well, let me, yeah, I'll take the role, cool, because I wasn't really doing anything, right. and I know you understand how I am, and I don't want to fuck this relationship up, right? So yeah, I think it's a, but that is that is great actually. It's like
1: a mutual respect, but I, I just think it's cool that it's like you know what, forever. I'm going to always make sure you got you got a paycheck coming to you down the road. I think that's pretty cool. Um, and you know, and he gives a lot of people starts. He, he's given a lot of um. In this one, there was three or four. Kids of people, Andy McDowell's daughter was in it. Oh, yeah. um, Bruce Willis's daughter was in it. Like a lot of these people, mm-hmm. put their kids in. Um, and I so thought look, that was look cool for Tarantino
0: too. to be directing Die Hard Nine.
1: <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> uh, starring Rumor Will. It's just a rumor. Um, <laughs> rumor Will. But but yeah, it's. Um, I think that's cool. So so th- the thing is about this movie. It's the uh, what up Frank? What up Vince? What up Little Rob? He, now here's the thing I don't like about Tarantino movies. I'm going to qualify this again. I like it, and I love it at the same time. He breaks rules that you can't break, and I think that's cool. Like the, well, okay, good example. In this movie, we're an hour and a half in of a regular narrative movie, and all of a sudden, it goes 30 minutes. It becomes a narrated movie. With Kurt Russell going, and then the guys came over here, and then they went here, and he was feeling rough at this moment, and you're like, wait, where the fuck did this voice, and then it goes for like 30 minutes of them explaining their feelings, Yeah. and then it goes back to a movie, and you're like, you can't just, if I did (laughs) that, if I did that, they would be like, if I made a movie, and all of a sudden, they'd be like, what the fuck was that, you can't just do that, That and the other thing he does is this, if I did, he does like exposition, if I wrote a script, and I said, Ty's feeling angry, they'd be like, it's a movie. You have to show Ty feeling angry. You can't just write that he feels angry. Right. We don't know that watching it. That's called exposition. Or, or, or if you say stuff in the dialogue, like, I'm feeling angry right now, don't have him say it, have him feel it. So when he does stuff like shows somebody on the screen, he just puts a thing up that's like, Steve McQueen. You're like, really? Like, he didn't do that with all the other characters. This is Bob Angel. Like, it just, I'm nowhere freezing. It's like, Steve McQueen. It's like, show us that it's Steve McQueen. Don't freeze and put a fucking Steve McQueen. But on the other hand, I like. There's sometimes when you want to break a rule yeah. and you feel like you can't break a rule and you do some bullshit to break the to, so you don't have to break the rule. Now I can go fuck you, Tarantino. Just put up their name yeah. and then narrate it so you can do a but, that,
0: but that's all. Why, also, why I think it works for him because you do look at the movie and it does kind of like oh okay, now we're in on it too. I mean, even though we right. know. They're supposed to be Steve McQueen, but that's great. You kind of threw that little nugget in for us to be like, hey, Steve McQueen. You know, so I. It was weird, though. He did, he did it
1: with Steve McQueen, but the person he's talking next to Steve McQueen is supposed to be Connie Stevens. And he didn't. And he didn't it. put it with Connie yeah. I just saw it in the
0: credits. I'm like, Connie Stevens.
1: Oh, that's who that was for? Yeah, me? Like, exactly. why did you say Steve Queens, but he didn't, he didn't yeah. say Connie Stevens? Like, that's I don't know. True.
0: Exactly. That and um, I like how, like, when, when you first hear, you know what, Pacino. Right, I wish Pacino would have done more. Like someone saw the movie before I did, and they and they said the same thing. It was like, man, you could have done so much more with Pacino. Right, and I do. That's the only slight that I had because his character to be that agent and, and to try to convince this dude you know, of what he should do. And we noticed cause we've had the agent talk. We've talked right. with agents about what we should do and da da da. So to me, it resonated like, Oh yeah, I know that. I know that guy. I right. know that yeah. dude right there. So I want to see more from this dude when he's trying to convince him, Hey man, I'm just telling you, your character gets beat the fuck up a lot. Right. What do you want to do? Do you right. want to change it up like this? And I could hear these conversations being played right. out in the city. So, that's why, like I said, and
1: also you always go, "Well, it's his motivation." Is his motivation really to get his client better, or is he just like, "I'm getting money"? Yeah, I'm trying to cash a check. <laughs> I want to cash a and check. I'm going to send you to Italy. And then the other wow. hand, I'm like, "I'm like, is this supposed to be like? Uh, is he? Was he supposed to be like Clint Eastwood? Because you know, Clint Eastwood did all those
0: like." Yeah, but you know what they said? I read it somewhere. They said he modeled uh, Brad Pitt's character and Leonardo DiCaprio's character off of fictional combinations of a few different people but i do remember clint eastwood's name coming up in that article
1: yeah because he went and did the spaghetti westerns Mm -hmm. right i mean he was my mom
0: loves those things by the way my mom loves i'll call my mom and be like, what are you doing she's like just watching tv i'm like what are you watching like a western and i'm like (laughs) what "What? really yeah but because as a kid i remember them being on in the house right but we never they we always really thought they were just old people (laughs) she <laughs> was like, oh, we going outside. Can we go outside and play? I don't want to watch that. That's why she did it, to get you outside. That <laughs> pretty much. Pretty much. Ooh, Clint Eastwood. Oh, shit. Dude, that and uh, Gunsmoke. Oh, shit. shit like <laughs> Gunsmoke. Never fucking loved watching it at all, but my mom loves those shows, so. That's
1: right. Yeah, I, I will say that this is the one thing. Uh, Brad Pitt, first off, both those dudes... They can fucking act, dude. Yeah. I, I kind of hate saying Brad Pitt's a good actor because it seems he's, like no, he he's, it seems he's, like he. But fucking Leonardo DiCaprio, my wife hates bo- hates. She likes Tarantino movies, but dragging her to a dramatic movie is kind of hard. Mm-hmm. And usually she doesn't like anything that's too deep or whatever. She so she, went, she went, yeah, and she and she's like, "Damn, Leonardo DiCaprio can fucking act." Yeah. I'm like, yeah, dude, that dude acts as like he was fucking good. And the scene, the scene where he. Where he has to act, and, and the little girl, the girl goes, "The best acting I've ever seen." And he's like, Rick doll, motherfucking Rick doll." And the scene in the trailer where he just goes nuts—that shit's hilarious. But I was like, "Damn!" Because he had to act like a guy who just learned to. Act. You know yeah. what I mean? he, was, he was. He was. He was good in the scene for the, what mm-hmm. he was doing, but he also had to play the guy that was good in the scene as well as the guy that was bad in the other scenes. Yes. Like that was pretty fucking. That's why I said, man, man,
0: like, and it was. To be honest with you, it was part of the reason why when I saw the previews for the movie i said okay i'm gonna go see it one because it's tarantino i will I, i'm gonna at least go I, mean, I gotta go see it and i will i love the fact that he didn't say the n-word not once thank god it was no you reason didn't? no not hilarious oh. no not once us nice. well were there yeah I, i'm surprised that they didn't have manson say it <laughs> i know right it was like we gotta get it in there somehow but uh but then when i saw the cast here's the thing here's my thing with brad Pitt, bro Brad Pitt, George Clooney, and uh, it's another one in there somewhere. Hey, Kurt Russell, like I'm a fan. Of, I'm a Kurt Russell fan. So, so ever since Big Trouble in Little China, right. Like I've been a Kurt Russell fan. So I'm always rooting for this dude to still be in movies. So Tarantino is kind of giving this dude like a re reemergence. right? Like even because whenever you think you're not gonna hear from Kurt Russell again, right? You see Kurt Russell in a movie. I, and, I like, and, and I like,
1: and like we talk about. I like Michael Madsen. I, yes, Michael Madsen's exactly, always fucking exactly. on point.
0: It's um, always good. So when I see when I saw the cast and like Brad Pitt, Leonardo DiCaprio, da, 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 I'm like, man, I, I'm, I'm at least gonna go see Margot Robbie and all these people, right? Uh, but Brad Pitt to me, like at first you you would think like you could watch him in Ocean the Ocean's movies and think that he's mailing it in, right? Like it's just really just him being a Hollywood dude that's robbing some shit, right? But this you watch and you are like. I'm not going to lie, dude. There was a part of me that was like, man, please don't. Come on, man. A- again, we already said we were going to spoil it. But part of me was like, man, don't kill this character, bro. Right. Don't, don't, don't. Come on, man. Let, yeah. let this character, let this character live, okay. bro. He's he's too fucking cool not yeah. to fucking like right. when he goes in and checks on the old dude. like, nah, I think I'm going to go in right now and check myself. <laughs> It it was a really good movie, man. Yeah, and the funny
1: I will say I will say this. It starts slow. It takes a long time to build and there isn't a lot the only story or character arc in the whole thing is the character arc of Leonardo DiCaprio. Right. The rest of it is literally a day in the life of everybody else. There's no real story arc there's no real beginning middle end it, it, again as a film from a film standpoint if I did this film or if you read the script or whatever and it wasn't Tarantino most people would be like they would throw the script away they'd be like there's no story arc it goes too fucking long it, it switches up genres three different times like mm-hmm. it's all over the fucking map but he does it and you go shit that was cool like because most but, people couldn't get away with doing that, like and that he, but that's
0: why I say when you've carved like a, act, some actors carve out their niche as actors, singers carve out their their niche as singers. This dude has carved out his niche as a director, right? And so when you see a Tarantino film, like uh, Corey brought up, uh, the Hateful Eight, which is the only one I haven't seen, by the way. Oh man, you got to see it. It actually it is really good. Uh, it is long. But it's also, like I said, you you give it so much of a pass because it's Tarantino. and You're like, I know this is going to have right. a point. And I know this is going to be a reason for this. What up, Julius? What up, Ron? So to me, I think this was it. And you know what, man? It's one of the movies where if you live in Los Angeles, you watch it just to see the landmarks. I'm not going right. to lie. I was watching like, oh, I live right around the corner from there. Or, hey, I know where that spot but is. You know?
1: when, when they, we always eat, we eat a lot at El Coyote. Yeah. And yeah. and and when they show El Coyote, my daughter goes, "Hey, yes. hey, El Coyote." I was like, "Yeah." Uh,
0: yeah there's yeah. a few spots on there. I was like, "Oh, that's right by my house." Mm-hmm. I like, hey. I'm actually gonna go. I'm, I googled the uh, the uh, the Tate House. Oh uh, yeah, I'm gonna go look. Oh nice. I know it's, it's a gate, the gate, but I, yeah, in the hills. I thought it was closer to where I was. Right, but it's not. So I gotta go. Oh. I'm gonna go. If I, not today, tomorrow. I
1: actually. like. Um, there was. A, it was funny too. In the in the middle of the movie, my daughter leans over
0: and goes, "Dang."
1: Tarantino stole your playlist hilarious.
0: <laughs> it is a dope soundtrack. Yeah. It really is good man. And uh, I plus you start uh, You start trying to compare the two to see what happens. So again, should we talk about the the end or should we just go on to something else? Uh, we're we gonna. Have?
1: Well, I mean, yeah, we let's not totally spoil. Oh, okay, we're right. not gonna spoil it for you guys. But I will say this: everyone, everyone I've talked to wonders where the hell is this going because it it follows the the, the Sharon Tate, uh, Roman Polanski murders. That's right. And and it's the, the Manson family, and that's that's what it's about. And you know, these what it two does guys do?
0: live next door to Sharon Tate and Roman. Polanski. You know what it does do is that it because you already know what's going to happen. historically, you already right. know. So we're watching this movie with waiting the, for the, the historical the, thing to the, come through. The mo- yeah, exactly. Right. So I will say that it and, definitely and is, a, is it,
1: it's let's just say it's an alternate rea- like you're trying to figure yeah. out wait wait how is this going to how is how are they going to put these characters in that scene Yeah, so it, no, yeah, we don't have to yeah.
0: so just you yeah, go watch it if you're going to watch it it's, it's actually really really it's good,
1: good and, and the, honestly the performances are great and um uh, you know who 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 I you know really I'm starting really to get liked? a really crush on now huh?
0: is Margot Robbie. I'm yeah, not lie. I'm starting to get a little crush on her a little bit. She's not ugly. Um, <laughs> A little bit. You know, you know who I thought was really
1: good, who I freaking loved, and I was like, "Who is that girl?" Um, and and I found out that she's Andy McDowell's daughter. Is the girl that played the little one that brings him to the uh, pussycat the one that he keeps picking up at the he keeps seeing at the the little one, the one that he picks up that takes him to the Manson family.
0: Oh, that's Andy McDowell? Andy McDowell's daughter. Oh shit. I didn't but, know that.
1: But I was like, who is that girl? Because I've never seen her act before. And yeah. she was really charismatic and really cute and really funny and like her scenes are really great. And I'm like, I've never even seen this Dakota girl. Dakota
0: Fanning tripped me out, too.
1: I didn't know that was Dakota Fanning. Oh, you know, there's a couple in there where I was like, wait, he was in that? Uh Tim Roth was in it, but apparently he got cut. He oh, actually okay. put in the, in the thing, cut. So I'm like, oh shit. Oh wow. But um he still put him in the
0: credits. Got the day yeah. rate. Got that day
1: rate. Right. Um but yeah, so it was it, it it was good and the the acting was great. What up, Mel? Um oh yeah, Jackie asked, how do you guys feel about uh the remake of the show? Let's see. If you go up on on his kids. I'm in sick of it. How do you guys feel about all the TV shows we grew up on being remade?
0: Uh, you know what? I it depends honestly on how they do it. If, if it, cuz it's a good and bad thing. If it's such a great show, You're like, no one's going to fuck with that. No one's going to make anything better than that, period. But then there's the nostalgia of you saying, man, I remember the feelings I felt when I saw that show. So it's a double-edged sword to me, Jackie. I think if you can do it well, sure, take a shot of it. But understand that people that grew up on it, they're not really going to look at it the same way. Like, you know what? Almost perfect example. Jackie, did you watch... um did you watch the live live at a studio audience, the ABC thing? Did you watch that? No. should watch it, dude. It's, it's uh, Norman Lear. He did a, a live uh, a recording of the Jeffersons and um, All in the Family. The Jeffersons on Ice? Hilarious. <laughs> what was that? What was that? <laughs> Frozen movie. Uh, no, I know it. I know it. Uh, God damn it. Because uh, it was... Ah, fuck. It's going to fuck with me. But... Anyway, they did a live version of that in front of a live studio like they used to, like they used to do sitcoms back in the day. But they had so All in the Family, Woody Harrelson was playing, Archie, uh Marissa Tomei was playing, Edith. Um uh fuck, I forgot who was playing, um uh, Rob um uh, who's the guy that played Meathead. Meathead. Meathead his oh, character. About, oh yeah, you're talking about uh so that and the then direction. Jamie Foxx played George Jefferson. Rob Reiner. Rob Reiner. Uh, And then Anthony Anderson played so they did that my whole point to all of this is that when I watched it I thought it was gonna be shitty. I was like, man, I'm not gonna I'm not I'm not watching that shit
1: Well, that's I I also don't get I mean, there's one thing like a remake and then there's the redo. the redo like like when they have what's the fucking one My daughter watches it and she watches it because she knows it's so fucking bad and she never saw the original But what's the goddamn I never watched the original one with the twin the Olsen twins? Oh, Full House? Full House. There's Fuller House
0: now. Oh, yeah. No, I, I didn't. I don't watch
1: it. It's on Netflix. It's like, God. Oh, it's so... It is... You, if you thought there. Full House was bad acting, Jesus Christ. Oh, wait. She said 90,
0: 90210 is back with the originals. Are you Oh shooting? No, no. I know. That's That does not look like it's going to be good, Jackie. Not at all. What
1: are they going to do about Luke Perry? Put him in... Just wheel him out and Stop.
0: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: Although Luke Perry was in... Yeah, he was in it. He was
0: great in it. Yeah, he was. Was Mel? Annie McDowell? I did man. not know they're bringing back that. As a, yeah, you haven't seen the billboards. <laughs> no, so it's up there. It's,
1: so what? It's it's them grown up as adults. That's fucking. That's pretty fucking hilarious. It, it would be great if it was a if it was a comedy. Um,
0: it, it would only have no one's come on man. No oh, one's. you know there's there's. Hey, no one's watching that shit. Like like oh man, you know I, I I to be honest with you, I was more of a Melrose Place guy. Then 902, and I'm not going to lie. I really, I, I was a big Melrose Place fan for a long time, dude. And, uh, yeah, if they ever brought that back, then I would probably look at it. But, like, okay, you know what? So here's an example of a show like oh. you couldn't bring back. Like, it's very, it'd be tough as, tough as fuck for you to bring back. Different um, strokes because two are dead and two are in prison. Well, that's okay, – <laughs> okay. So here's another show. <laughs> um, Three's Company. Right. I mean, John Ritter's gone. But – if you try to bring that back, like what actors could you see playing those roles? and bringing to it the energy that those original people brought to it. There is never going to be another yeah, no, John that, Ritter. That,
1: they, they couldn't do a down the road. They could do a remake of that for sure. But yeah. but, but also, they could could they do it nowadays? With uh, They would have to completely change the plot because they couldn't do all the gay jokes.
0: She said 902-1-ho. Yeah. Uh, no, that's true. Exactly. They couldn't do that. Couldn't, they could, but Jackie just said, Shaft, did you see Shaft, the, the remake? No. Let me tell you what they did with Shaft that I think people are pissed off about. The first Shaft, The the first remake with Shaft, Sam Jackson pulled it off. I'm not gonna lie. And the second one wasn't shitty, but what they did with the first one was it was more of a serious plot. I remember, I just watched this. It came on cable and I was like, oh, that's right. The first one was more serious. This one, they made like a comedy. Right. And that's why I think people were pissed off about it. I was like, come on, man. You already, the first one was great. Just kind of take that same energy and you made it so comical. But the only thing that pulls it off is that it's Sam Jackson and you're like, all right. And for me, if you're gonna do that, First off, it's already it was already done. Uh,
1: if you're gonna do that, just do a fucking black dynamite. Black dynamite. Black dynamite, yeah, black yeah, yeah, dynamite yeah. is fucking hilarious, and yeah, it spoofs like, like all dynamite. of those, and it's meant to be funny because those movies were. If you watch them back, those movies they were kind of serious. But it was just yeah. so, with the the 70s, with like the collars, the like all, the those old, all those old Pam Greer movies where the pimps always dress like a king with a <laughs> crown on, I'm King George! And you're like, what the <laughs> fuck? It's so over the fucking it's, top. It's only funny when you spoof it.
0: Ashton Kutcher, that's another one. A lot of people will say... Oh, ruin two, uh, two and a half minutes. Ruin two and a half men. I'm not going to lie. I could totally see how that makes sense. Because first of all, the plot of this new dude moves in and he just lets the dude stay at the house... <laughs> Uh, it's a uh, stretch I, it's I, didn't, a... I didn't watch it to begin with but yeah it's
1: um, this uh, over here Jackie so at the same time Corey and Jackie both say on separate threads Eddie Murphy Dolomite
0: yeah well you know yeah. what here's the thing and uh with, uh M- Carrey is Mel said, Ving, Ving, <laughs> <laughs> Milsa, Ving Uh but uh no you know what now here's now here's what I will do I will I am definitely gonna go see Oh, that's what we got to talk about. Okay. Eddie Murphy coming back. Oh, yeah. in Netflix. That's what we got to talk about next. But um, I'm interested Eddie Mur- to Wait, see so this. Eddie
1: Murphy, is they're doing do- a Dolomite? They're
0: doing, they're doing do- do- it, do- do- a com- Dolomite movie for Netflix. Is it a Dolomite comedy or is it yeah, a Dolomite? Be, come on, man. You can't have, there's no way in the world. Now, don't get me wrong. Eddie Murphy can act. You know, Dream Girl showed you that. Dream Girl showed you that this dude can take a serious role. And I don't know. Uh, I didn't see the other one he did. Where Boomerang? He- <laughs> stop <laughs> no but he, he played the serious role like a like a, a guy it, it came out in the theater's limited release i don't know what happened to. It. i can't think of the name of the movie but uh if you anybody know the name of the jackie you know the name of the serious movie eddie murphy did not too long ago uh I've, the nutty professor <laughs> Where's daddy daycare daddy daycare hey, that was you know what movie. mel jimmy Walker is asking the same question where is he um <laughs> But I worked with Jimmy Walker not too long ago. I heard he's a dick. He
1: uh, was cool. I with he, he, but he's kind of a dick. But he, he, was cool. I heard he's like a super Republican.
0: Was he? Wasn't don't he? Even give me I start.
1: heard he was fucking uh, um, Ann Coulter.
0: Yeah, which I, I mean, don't know if that's true they, or not. But I put that, that is hilarious. I put, I put that under the same category as the Kardashian succubus. They all, <laughs> they all, they all, they all get just, in there. But a dolomite. Could,
1: could you imagine? The, just everyone stop for a second. Ann Coulter.
0: And Jimmy Walk. Jimmy
1: Dynomite JJ Walker. Like, could you a ima- This
0: pussy f- is dynamite. <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, send it, it back. <laughs> Hilarious. I couldn't resist that. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh let's see what I man. Mr. Church. Mr. Church, that's what it was. I don't know if you saw Mr. Church, Jackie. I actually Did, thought you know? it looked good, but That's what I thought I never too. Saw. I never watched but, it. I just saw the previous. Okay, it looked all right. So my point to that is that Eddie can do serious roles, but there's no way he's doing dolomite. And not putting some comedic spin on it, because oh, Dolomite yeah. was a character. It's not like Dolomite was a Shakespearean dude, you know. what i Right? You know, so there's got to be some character to it, um, some some uh, comedy to it. Oh, she has not seen. It. I wonder. I, I've I've been wondering what it was like. Okay, so um, all right. So let's come now. Let's talk about this Eddie Murphy thing. <laughs> all right, Hank Altman, Jimmy Walker, Walker, baby Uncle, Uncle Ruckus. That's right. I need to tell you something. <laughs> um, I, I used to do a really good Uncle Ruckus. Um, all right, so let me let me ask you this. Oh, wait, no, did you know this? Did, did you I know? I heard that Eddie Murphy's doing a Netflix special. Yeah, seventy mil, seventy mil. They giving him for.
1: Yeah, that's not going to bring that to the fucking. You know, they're not going to get seventy million dollars with of fucking hey, Netflix subscription. Now
0: let me now, dude. They're just fucking printing my. Printing here we my go. Mind. Here we go. Ian Harris, do you think Eddie Murphy? Deserve seventy million for a Netflix special? No, why not? Because Eddie Murphy. Well, okay, let me take. Hey, it's a, ah, uh, see. Here's, here's the thing: if you're talking
1: about does his comedic talent as a stand-up com- comedian deserve that? The answer is not in a million fucking years. I, I would. I would rather see uh, uh, any. I'd rather see any fucking person. Uh, I mean, not anybody. I'd love to see what he does, but. He's not. Screech. Y- you're not. You're not paying. You didn't yeah, pay Chris Rock that. You didn't pay. You, although you paid close to that. You paid decent to Dave Chappelle. There's a lot of really. Uh, where's fucking.
0: <laughs> That's why I asked, because I knew Jackie was gonna react like that. <laughs>
1: well, I'm, but if you're gonna talk about his celebrity net worth and what he's worth as a commodity, right? Sure, but by that number, let, let's pay Quentin Tarantino seventy million dollars to do a stand-up special but he doesn't do stand-up. Neither does fucking uh, Kevin Smith, but they gave him fucking millions of dollars to do a Showtime. Brendan Schaub, he's been doing comedy three (laughs) and a half weeks, and they gave him a Showtime special. (laughs) Are you fucking kidding me? So so the thing is that, yeah, Eddie Murphy's a fucking icon, and he should do it. If he wants to do a special, do a special. But that's two and a half times what anyone's gotten to do a special. And let's be honest... His first one, his album that wasn't even the comedian, Eddie Murphy comedian, mm-hmm. um, good. It was funny. I it was one. It was the thing that got me started doing Jackie, comedy.
0: Jackie's okay. about to reach through the no. fucking phone. Uh,
1: <laughs> what, you, 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 are you serious? Like you don't like you don't think the first <laughs> yeah. one was good? Delirious was great because it was all his characters. Raw, raw was hack as fuck. <laughs> Raw was not that good. Raw oh shit, Jackie's here. No just kidding. Raw had some good moments. His when he did like the Eddie Mur- he did the Richard Pryor impression, which uh, kind of all of Raw was the Richard Pryor impression. But he did the Richard Whoa. Pryor impression. He did Whoa. he did the Bill Cosby impression. That shit was when he does characters, he's great. But when he's like. You know the half of Raw was fucking. Yeah,
0: he's just crying. Men, men, be, men be
1: cheating. Men be cheating. Blah blah blah. And it's like we okay. I mean, it was just like every. I mean, it's your man too. Yes, your man too. I, it's like all that shit that he did was like eh. It was really eh. It wasn't that great. So it, yeah. so he's done three hour specials. Two were were okay. good. Really solid. Obviously somewhat iconic. Delirious was iconic. Okay. Raw was eh. Compare that to Richard Pryor.
0: Okay, so here, here, no, uh, so, so you let's. You disagree? Let's, no, 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 no. I, no I, 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 Richard have, Pryor, George Carlin, fucking definitely, blowing out I the definitely, water. I, As
1: comedians, as comedic actors, he's top two or three.
0: I, I, from movies.
1: Agree. I mean, fucking all the movies he did in the it. '80s you and totally Saturday Night Live. He fucking saved Saturday Night Live. So, the guy's are fucking amazing, but so his stand-up is real.
0: Here, Eddie says. Uh, I'm sorry, Mel says Eddie's franchise uh, Raw was great. And prior uh and Eddie are iconic. Jackie wants to kill you. No, now, no, but, but no, 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 hold, no on, hold, hold on, hold on. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Jackie
1: says Raw, Raw was hacked, but good. I agree, I liked Raw. I saw Raw in the theater, but I'm just saying
0: half the stuff was rehashed Richard Pryor. Okay, so, here, here's, so here's my my thoughts on because and I ask you to because I, I do agree with you to a degree. Actually, I agree with you, yeah, more so than you think. Here's my thing. If you're talking about viewership and people tuning in, that are gonna go on Netflix, right? Get a subscription, steal their friends' access code, right? Eddie Murphy will make them do that, most definitely. Even He'll, he even, will bring numbers for sure. He will. De- people will click sure. on and they will watch. Even if they just want to see this dude on stage telling jokes, no, absolutely, they will do that. Will so do if that, they sure. if, if they do that alone, Netflix is thinking, okay, that alone is worth that money. Now. Let's go to the comedic part of it. Let's go to the straight stand-up because you know how I feel about Eddie Murphy. He's one of the reasons why I started being a comedian. But once I became a comedian and once I started studying comedy more, once I started performing more. (laughs) The last leather special. Hilarious. I know, right? Um, But once I started studying comedy more, I had to put Eddie where I honestly felt he was as just a stand-up. As an icon... As a as a force in this business, as a you can't talk about comedy without talking about this person, Eddie Murphy is either one or two. And he's also
1: and he's also probably the reason he was definitely more of the reason for me getting into comedy than Pryor or Carlin originally. Right. Because he was accessible to me as a kid. Right. I watched him on SNL. I watched Delirious. I had the Eddie Murphy take cassette tape when I was in like junior high. And then I went and found more, I really started paying attention to Richard Pryor. I really started paying attention right. to George Carlin. I started paying attention to other comedians because I got into comedy from originally from Eddie Murphy.
0: Right. No, no, that's fair. Yeah. But that's why I say that alone gives him the right to do this and say, you know what? I'm Eddie Murphy. For sure. People want to see me and they will. Now let's talk about just the stand up part. Okay. When, and and Jaggy says every legend is dead. He deserves it for, I just I'm not saying he doesn't
1: deserve it, but I'm just saying from a business standpoint, 70 million? No, that's a lot. He no, might no, he but, might bring that. But, he that's, might bring what, but that. that's what
0: I'm telling you. From a business standpoint, that's but, what they're but, looking but, at. It but at. but from a who's comedy. No, no, okay. So, is so, so, nah, so, not, so, so let's so let's come to that. Now, if we're talking straight stand up, no, Eddie is not in my top ten anymore. That does not mean he's not one of the funniest people to ever touch a microphone. He is. No doubt. Eddie Mer- Raw and Delirious are still classic comedies. Right. You can watch them. But again, like you said, sometimes you'll watch it. As a comedian, you As go, a comedian, yeah. you look at it and like, ah, oh, man. But again. Not Delirious. Delirious was great. right? So to me, I feel like the pressure for him to come with this is going to be ridiculous, bro. Ridiculous! I'm talking about, but now this is Eddie. If oh, you're watching, he's trying to get a writing job, which brings me to the <laughs> next point. This brings me to the next point. So now, because I, I asked Jackie this uh, a couple days ago, <laughs> I'm deleting your time. Hilarious, you know. But we talked about this, Jackie. I told you that he's still one of my all-time greatest influencers in this business, and he still is. But if you're asking me, just straight stand-up, I have seen other comedians, I, I, Patrice, Chappelle, Rock um can, um who's uh, Franklin Ajay to me is funny uh let's Pat- I said, I said Patrice but um Corey Holcomb I'm not gonna lie Corey <laughs> Cory makes me laugh Godfrey I've seen people that I think on a consistent basis do that and that does not mean that they're anywhere near Eddie as far as star status but as far as just making me laugh that's that but it, so uh, my whole point is that he's gonna need a team of writers. Take yourself out of it. Ian Harris is not in the running. Ty Barnett is not in the running. Jackie is not in the running. You got to put That's a team his of writers, loss, man. Hilarious. <laughs> you got to put a team of writers together for Eddie Murphy. <laughs> who you putting? Who you got?
1: <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. Jackie. Everybody in this room <laughs> is excluded. <laughs> um, you mean who? Jack Knight. Who's Jack Knight? Jack Knight. He just did a comedy uh, Central half hour. He's young, coming up. Well, now here's okay. the thing: Are okay. we try? Is he trying to? Because Eddie Murphy was hold on. Eddie Murphy was never a black. He's kind of like Chappelle. I don't consider Chappelle a quote unquote black comedy. Gary in Owen that, in that in that no. he was in that he was um, trying to only go after black audiences. He wasn't right. doing deaf. Uh, Chappelle always. I worked with him so many times in the day, and we we worked Sacramento and San Francisco and places that are. A lot of white people and a lot of mixed people, a lot, a lot, a lot of,
0: a lot of different. Jackie th- said no to, no, 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 to Jack.
1: Yeah, uh, but <laughs> but is so. Someone like Chappelle, I think he's writing. You know Neil Brendan, so he he wasn't writing just to a black audience. Right. Is Eddie Murphy writing to a worldwide audience, or is he writing to us to a black audience? All right, no, okay, so here, that's, so here we because, go, because that's so. Cha- so this is this is why I said number it. one, you hired Doug Stanhope, <laughs> that motherfucker can
0: write. Okay, now so, it'd be so, way so, too so, edgy so, for Eddie though, maybe. The, but that, so here we go. So let me tell you. But I don't know. You, Eddie can get away with some. Edgy let me let, Eddie let me Murphy. tell you who I think. I already said Wanda. Wanda's already already. Wanda said Sykes. Neil. He said, but he just said Neil Brennan. But now check. Now here's the thing. It can't. I personally don't think it should be anybody new. The reason why I say that is. What because about Chappelle? I Chappelle definitely. But do you think but, Chappelle would a guy who makes forty million a special would write for someone else? Yeah, yeah. It's Eddie Murphy? Yeah. But so here's why I say this. I would not pick any new cats because Eddie Murphy's not trying <laughs> to get a new audience. People, Eddie the the people who are with Eddie are with Eddie already. They right. they not they they already hear for him. That doesn't mean the new cats can't do it. It just means that that voice, he's not going for that voice. He needs to be and uh, 30s up, 35 yeah, yeah, yeah. up. That's that's who he's writing for. So, or oh, that's who he's performing for. So you say uh Vargas? Who said Vargas? Vargas <laughs> Mason? <laughs> really? No. No disrespect no. to Vargas, but I didn't even know Vargas was a writer like that, but I had then in all due respect. Oh, can, I haven't can, seen can, Vargas can in a long I? time. So no disrespect. And Vargas is cool. I have not seen him in a long time. So maybe can, you know something I don't Mel, Can I don't. tell you,
1: can I tell you who, who is one of these guys that's super prolific and been around forever. And his comedy is one of those things where it, it drives me nuts because one joke will be the shittiest, dumbest fucking hackish joke I've ever seen in my life. And the next joke will be like, God damn, that was brilliant. And that's fucking, um, Oh great. Now I'm drawing a fucking blank. Uh, what's his name? Eddie Griffin. Uh, I I I brought
0: up Eddie, like Eddie Griffin.
1: Eddie Griffin does like 20 minutes about Jesus being unreal and then the, and then the next thing is like I'm fucking pussy and
0: you're like what are you talking I, about? Like, how I the fuck up, did that come? I brought up Eddie Griffin and and I think the Sometimes
1: this shit sometimes you hear it you go how the fuck is this And if he writes if he had all that
0: shit collected you'd be like this dude's amazing. Yeah. But then all the other shit fucking pollutes. So it. I I I got a no no Vargas is awesome. Vargas is awesome. I'm just saying I haven't seen Vargas stand up in a long time and I did not know that he had a voice that would fit with Eddie Murphy. So maybe that's on me and I got to watch. You know he's he's a little angry though. Um he shouldn't be shit all them fucking voiceover gigs this motherfucker's doing <laughs> into the extension. Hilarious. Oh yeah, yeah, it's funny. That was. Did you see that joke? No. I'll tell you the joke in a second. I thought it was a good joke, but and we can talk about that in a second. But so who, not who, an- who do we say? Not,
1: not Angela Johnson. No, <laughs> fuck
0: no. So so he'd <laughs> be like in the, the, the nails. No, So Kathy, actually, I remember Kathy stand up. Kathy might she could probably be in the room because Kathy has that old voice too, and she has an I don't give a fuck attitude. So that's true. Who's who's isn't that um. Cheryl Underwood, but it would she, is she does she write still? She, she's like a writer writer, isn't she? Does Cheryl, she write for a TV show now? I think she's like an actual comedy writer. Oh, might she? be, might be. Okay, so wait a minute. So who do we say? Uh, Wanda Sykes for sure. Chappelle. Um, the reason I would here's why I I have been hesitant to say Chris Chris Rock is because I know Wanda used to write for Chris. Right. So I'm kind of like you would kind of have that. No, and, you know, and 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 I mean Seinfeld. Would you say Seinfeld? Seinfeld's such a different style, right? Uh, I think
1: I think Neil Brennan could work because he wrote so much with Chappelle. Yeah, and I think you need to be di- You need to bring in uh, diverse the other direction. That's kind of fun. Yeah. You need to bring in a diverse a diverse group. Um, like I said, I would love to see somebody super edgy like a like a Stanhope, or if he was still around, um, uh, Sean Rouse. Oh, I remember Sean. Yeah, uh, you know yeah. somebody who Atell. <laughs> Somebody who's just well, Attell's so unique though to what he does. But like I know, and
0: that's what I'm saying. Attell would be Eddie. Eddie still is a smooth dude. Yeah, no, Atel's to two. Yeah, Da-da-da. Mario. Mario Joiner.
1: Oh, Mario Joiner. Mario Joyner would be a great one. Mario well, Joiner. And, and, and if you want Chris Rock, Mario Joiner, basically the same I mean, thing. That's what I say. And, Mario Joiner. He wrote for Craig. He was the on on the yeah, Mario Joiner for sure could be.
0: Now we had a debate about the Wayans. We brought the Wayans in. This it's only two options. We're not going the uh, whole family. Sean, I'm just kidding. Pick um, uh, me, SW1. <laughs> uh, Damon or Keenan? You can only pick one.
1: Um, Damon definitely is better for stand-up. Keenan is the smarter, better writer of the two. Okay, like,
0: like when if you watch, but j- if you, if you, got, wa- you only get picked. What I'm are just saying, with?
1: like if, if you're watching sketches and things like that, Keenan is obviously a superior. Intellect in the writing, cleverness, but when you watch just being funny on stage, and stuff that works for that, Damon. It's Damon, but also Damon also, but he, but Eddie can do that. Damon writes to Damon, right? Like, All those care, like he does, you know, like and that's Vegas why I said, think yeah.
0: that's why I say Keenan yeah. because Keenan, first of all, Keenan used to work with Robert Townsend and then and, and all these guys, so he knows how to. Robert Townsend was fucking hilarious. To he me, was until he know. became a dick. But um, besides. But the the thing with Keenan is that Keenan can see what you're doing, right, and he can help you play to your she, strength.
1: He, here's somebody that no one's ever gonna think of because he's not a stand up comic, but he's a fucking great writer and he's really political and he's re- and he's of that generation. Rusty Kundiv.
0: Yeah, but I ain't seen Rusty do anything besides cb before. I no, mean, I cb before, but uh, Fear of a Black. Oh Aps. no,
1: he's done a ton of stuff, and he used to he used to be on that Michael Moore show. One of the funniest sketches you'll ever fucking see in your life. He was on that Michael Moore show. Oh, um, uh, shit. Michael Moore had two different shows okay. where he just went after, after shit politically. And on the, on the Michael Moore show, he did this thing where um, the Mississippi or Missouri had, hadn't ratified the Emancipation Proclamation yet. Mm-hmm. It, had been, it was the 90s, and they still hadn't fucking signed it into law.
0: So, I said, okay. so it
1: was still legal to own slaves. Mm-hmm. Um, so Rusty Cundiff went down and bought slaves they did an ad in the paper, and he did slay and he had he had six white dudes on a chain, and he was walking around Mississippi with six white dudes on a chain, and it was this whole little documentary piece. All right, I gotta watch it. Oh my god, it's and he he shuts the trunk on it, he gets all the slaves out of the trunk, and he shuts his trunk, and the trunk bumper sticker says, "How's my slave driving?" <laughs> <laughs> It's the <laughs> funny, and he's golf. He's golfing, and the slaves are picking up his thing. And he's and the and the senator is a black man. He's reading a book called "The South Was Right," <laughs> and they're laughing. And he's like, "Man, you know, he's trying on some paint. he's Like, I gained some weight since I got all these slaves." It's hilarious. and he tries to take him down to the cops, and he's asked. And the cop was like trying to be in on it, but you could tell it was a white cop that was upset. And he's like. So do, tomorrow they're signing it. Do I have to let these guys go? And he's like, "Oh yeah, yes, you do." He's like, "I'm kind of like him though. Would it be? What would happen if I if I actually kept my slaves after tomorrow?" And the white guy was like, oh, "Well, I guess we're gonna have to arrest you." And you could tell he was trying to play along, but in reality, he was like. I don't like this oh man. sure god damn it was funny dude and then he lets them all go at the end and gives them names I got it. <laughs> it's so fucking well, I, funny I got uh, get okay send me if you what the find the show, link the, the can, show is called the, the Big Something but it was I uh, find it on YouTube but, no Rusty of. Cund- I mean he hasn't probably done a lot but he made a movie he's made a few movies he's a good director that guy though was a great writer no great no he was they, uh, Paul Reiser yes Paul
0: Reiser is actually She. Uh, Jackie says Tom Papa Jim Gaffigan would be good Paul Reiser those Oh, those are actually really good, three good ones. Now, here's who I didn't think, and I should have thought it up the other day, Uh, Paul Mooney. Yeah, Paul Mooney, Paul Mooney for sure. Would Paul be, Mooney could do it. Paul Mooney has a, that voice that, you know, he's older than Eddie, so he knows kind of like this, and he still kind of stays in the, Yeah, he, he, God, he would be so hard to work with that. Now, do you think, but let me ask you this,
1: do you think. I, I don't know, I'm not sure about Jim Gaffigan though, because I don't know, I don't know that he's going to be like, what's going on, Art?
0: Oh, I love that guy's. Well, he about. he he would give him. You know what he would give him. He would give him the, hot Pockets jokes. Well, that, yeah, <laughs> that's true too. But he would give him the voice, like you said, Seinfeld. Sometimes is you know a specific. Gaffigan would be would take common topics and be able to put you know the spin on it, and maybe right. Eddie can do the his voice to it or whatever. Uh, hey, hey, Jim Jeffries. Oh, Jim Jefferies. Yeah, but Jim Jeffrey has writers. Yeah, so you can you can get Jim Jeffries writers for that. Um, Okay, okay. So here, so since since we're so now we we've agreed that it is worth. Okay, so let me ask you something. Since you think seventy million is too much for Eddie, what you're the head of Netflix. You're the head of Netflix. Eddie has no no. So here's the thing. You're the head of Netflix. You've watched Eddie's special. It's ridiculously good. It's like you didn't even think it would be that fucking good.
1: It's Eddie Murphy bring the pain <laughs> okay
0: how much you giving them I, I mean honestly they think that
1: 70 million is worth it so I'm sure they know no no what are you I giving them right but I'm now. saying I w- if I were in their position I'd probably know that and that's probably what I would give right I mean I'm looking at like you gave Chris Rock 30 million for two right you gave uh Chappelle what 50 million for three or four or something like that was it 40 million or th- for I thought four they only did two he did two, but there were two, doubled, two doubles. Two doubles. Oh, yeah. So it was four. Not bad for. Four I mean, hours fifty million, maybe fifty million. I, I don't know. I mean, he's a bigger icon than both, of, but I don't know, man. That you know.
0: So you doing fifty million? In comedy, for one... in
1: comedy, Chris Rocket was when they gave Chris Rock his thirty million. He was bigger than Eddie was.
0: <laughs> yeah. A, you know. But that's why I say I I think you you're talking <laughs> Eddie about
1: Eddie has ten kids. All right, ten million. Uh, million. Exactly. 100
0: million 10 million per kid. He needs that loot. Here's here's what I say. I I would give him just all alone the fact. I'm telling you, man. People will click in right. just to see Eddie Murphy on stage telling jokes, bro. It is, and and I'm saying it as knowing that he's still not in my knowing that he's not in my top ten anymore. But knowing that he's still, I would. As soon as he drops it, I'm watching it. But out. but just it. just put into perspective. Once
1: upon a time in Hollywood. Was made for ninety million dollars. That entire production, paying Brad Pitt, paying all the people that were involved. Brad was Pitt made, ain't
0: no Eddie Murphy. I'm saying that was in. <laughs> I'm saying, I'm
1: but <laughs> that was ninety million dollars. The entire budget of that movie. Right. It wasn't one dude on a stage with with lights and a leather suit. Right. It was, it was huge productions and houses and hundred actors and Leonardo DiCaprio. All Licensing these fucking famous all the location. All that music, all that sort of shit, was ninety million. And then theatrically worldwide, it's going to make a, several hundred million, so it's going to yeah. make a profit. But if you just did that ninety million and put it on Netflix, Netflix is a subscribe subscription based thing that isn't going to go up and down that much based on a new movie. It basically goes up and down based on overall content. So I don't think they're going to get seventy million more subscribers because of it. It'll just be like, wow, look at this content we have. Here's a reason to stay with us. But if you, it's, I mean, they get billions. 10, it's 10 bucks ten bucks minimum per month right and they've got 60 million subscribers worldwide so that's what six six hundred million dollars a month or something like that that they're making they're making uh billions of dollars a year yeah so off they can, subscription. They can 70 so million they can I'm just saying that it really doesn't translate to if you put it in the theaters it would make that money back for sure yeah but it's not gonna make that gonna money that.
0: for Netflix so now let me ask you uh well I want I want to ask you about this comedian's comment uh who made the joke. Uh, <laughs> I don't Jackie know. Jackie said if only adults watch Netflix we could re- they could recoup the money yeah, pretty much. Yeah, it's pretty mu- yeah, it really is it. I mean uh, adults will watch it. Adults will not there's no way in the world if Eddie Murphy drops a special no one's checking it out. That's that's not happening. Right. So there's a the chick who did a joke and I can't remember her name. Do you remember the girl's name who did the the joke about the rapper uh Triple Extension. But uh okay. Yeah. So she di- uh that Let is be, a horrible fucking. Yeah, it's
1: a horrible name. What is it? But, so here's extension. That is his name. That's his See, i never heard him, so I didn't no, no, know what it, the fuck it, that it's, was. It's
0: fine. You're not missing anything. But <laughs> Wait. he he's a rapper who was killed, and and I'm not saying this because. Oh of, no no yeah yeah yeah. I'm not saying it because I'm not saying it because his life doesn't matter. No, I'm just no, no, saying anything, that yeah. you know. They, they so anyway. The dude got killed. Yeah, yeah. You know, he got shot. Uh, no. and he was always post these videos hilarious. And he was always post these videos with him flashing money and all of this stuff, and and right. you know just putting it out there on social media that he got all of this money. And so one day, he was killed. Uh, he was robbed. They robbed him, took the money. He was on his way to buy a car, and then they killed him. So anyway, so that's the story. Here's the joke that the comedian did she said, uh, I'm trying to see. And at first I thought, you know, because it was a lot of it like the Comedy Central pulled the joke and it was this big hype, like censorship. So I'm thinking, oh, maybe she said something racist. I'm like, oh, fuck. I got to see what she said. The joke is, she says, yeah. Uh, and I'm paraphrasing the joke. She's like, yeah, you guys, are you, have, are you guys still mourning that rapper Triple uh, Extension? And, and she messes around with the name right. and all that. And she's like, yeah. Um. Apparently, you know, he was killed on his way to buy a car. He used to, you know, flash all his money. He was on his way to go buy a car and he got killed because he had $50,000 cash on him and he robbed him and killed him. And she said, as sad as that is, wouldn't that be a really great Venmo commercial? It's a funny bit. That's a funny fucking bit, bro. I I watched it wanting to not like it. I'm like, that's a great fucking joke. I mean, right. I laughed. Like I was like I was like, okay. Cuz I always tell people this, man. If you're a comedian and you're a fan of comedy, it's very hard for you not to laugh at something even if you don't necessarily like the person that puts it out. Right. And I'm not saying it about this girl. I don't know anything about her, but the fact that she wrote that joke and the fact that you think about the absurdity of it and you're like, "Yeah." But here's not the problem isn't civilians getting mad at the joke. The problem right. was comedians. Really? Uh, we're trying to rip her. And I'm like, how are you? For what? Cause they thought it was too soon or too offensive. I'm like, How? It's not even offensive. No, not That's at all. Fu- That's what tripped me out. I was just I was bugging that so many comedians that- were trying to come at this chick. And I'm like, For what? It's a joke. It's it's a very well written <laughs> joke. So Yeah, it doesn't even make any sense. I don't even know what what what's what's offensive about it. I really I'm trying to like figure out what's what what's offensive about it. That's right, Casamigos. <laughs> um, but no, I, I don't. So I don't see a. You didn't see a problem with that, right? No, there's not an issue with that joke. But so I think what made me mad about it was that it was comedians that were coming after. I'm like, yeah, if you want to let civilians talk shit about it, go ahead. Right. That, that's their job to critique that shit. But if you're in the business, what the what the problem is?
1: <laughs> one of my favorite. I think I've repeated this a few times. She's not always my favorite favorite comedian, but but when she's on, she's on it. Janine Garafalo. One time I was watching her on a. Uh, on um, it's a couple years ago when uh, who's the Family Guy guy? What's his name? Seth McFarlane. Seth MacFarlane. Seth MacFarlane hosted the Oscars, and he sang a song called "I like I See Your Boobs" or something like mm-hmm. that. And it was really dumb. It was like he was like, "And there's so and so. I've seen your boobs." And his whole song was about how girls that take their tops off in yeah. movies, and it's like all the actresses. There's Scarlett Johansson. I've seen your boobs. And he sang some song, and people were like this is bullshit. I can't believe that he did this. It was so degrading to the women. And what if your kids are watching the Oscars and all he's doing is singing about boobs. And people were there. And so on Bill Maher show, they were talking about whether or not it was offensive and whether or not Seth MacFarlane should be in trouble for singing, I sing your boobs and I see your boobs. And did he, did he upset the, the women? And was he taught all this sort of stuff? And they were going through the whole panel. And then, and, and Janine Garofalo goes, well, you know, personally, I mean, I know, I, um, I wouldn't, I wouldn't let my kids watch it. And he goes, really, why is that? She goes, no, no, not that it's offensive, just that it's horrible comedy writing. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. She goes, I, I just don't, I don't let my kids watch that stuff. <laughs> I wouldn't let that's my kids watch funny. horrible writing. That's I was funny. like, that's pretty funny. But
0: yeah, I'm that's... only offended by the bad fucking jokes. But that's why I say, I, I don't understand. Like, that was a little bit too hypersensitive for me because I'm like, come on, dude, stop it. It was a, it's a great joke. It, it's, stop it with the bullshit. Uh, okay, so where we at? Where we at in the show? Because I need to know. We got about we... 15 minutes, maybe? Yeah. <sighs> Okay. What you, you know what? Do?
1: Let's, uh, let's, since we didn't get there, let's take a turn. Let's take a little bit of a turn. Um, we've been talking about some fun stuff. Let's talk about some stuff we got to fucking talk about. Um, it's fun to me. Um, mm-hmm. So the, the debates were last night. There's another set of debates did you, tonight. Did you get to watch them? I didn't no? get to watch them all. I watched the highlights because I got got to it late, and I watched all the wrap ups. I watched. I'm them. liking uh,
0: Warren more, man. It,
1: you know, so if you watch the debates, you know, like uh, uh, CNN afterward did a great wrap. Uh, MSNBC afterward did a great wrap up. Uh, I think C-SPAN did a wrap up. Fox act but, but like Fo- nothing was happening. Fox News they were doing the uh, um, whatever happened to Barney the dinosaur. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it was like nothing to see here um but uh you know um everyone was saying that elizabeth warren just fucking smashed it again but i did see this weird
0: thing i know wait hold on hold on before you do that real quick to your point of what you just said i know you just made a joke about it but when i was in vegas there was a guy working at the club and he's a trump supporter Uh and he's trying to go off on everything all the Talking points, AOC is horrible, blah, 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 everything that Fox will tell you. Right. And so I brought up the fact that Mitch McConnell, and we'll talk about this in a second, but because I want you to lead into it, but I brought up the Mitch McConnell thing, Right. and the dude said, I don't know about that. And I'm like, wait, so you don't know that the, the head of the GOP, after Mueller's testimony, is blocking any further protections for further voter fraud? for any interference you don't know that at all he said like, no I didn't read it, anything about it it's scary bro these yeah. motherfuckers don't they're it, not it, seeing it. it but go ahead Tell not me. seeing what? hilarious go ahead <laughs> go, ahead. go, ahead. go ahead. The, the thing they're
1: not saying. seeing it um, but uh yeah, so anyway, that, that, there was a whole talk. Everyone said Elizabeth Warren killed it she and all, did. blah, blah, blah. But here's the thing that I saw that was kind of interesting. And I'm not saying to play to the polls. I'm saying you need to change the polls. There were two things that came up to me. One was a guy doing a, on one of the networks, was doing. he was doing a, a he showed a, a thing about, it was three topics that the super progressives talked about. One I agree with, uh, or one or two I agree with, one or two I didn't agree with. I can't remember which ones they were. But I only remember two off the top of my head. And he was showing the support among Democrats, and then he'd swipe among the support among all Americans. Showing that, yes, we're seeing, wow, Elizabeth Warren and Bernie Sanders killed it. Everyone wants this. Everyone was cheering. He's like, this is a Democratic debate. When you talk about that debate on the national scale it's underwater so one of the ones which I'm I'm not for is, is not it's not open borders but they're saying she she's taught and I love Elizabeth Warren she's who I'm voting for and you know I can't agree with her on 100 of things but they're thinking there's a thing did about, you hear that did it, you hear
0: what he just said he said he's still gonna vote for her even though he doesn't agree with everything that she says but he still feels like she's so far the best she's candidate. the best for me see so that's how adults do it
1: um but anyway she she is for decriminalizing anyone who comes across the border, something basic. Right. And that only it's, that's like 50%, 53% or something like that of, of Democrats agreed. It was right, right mm-hmm. around 50, 50. But when you look at that nationally, it was like 27 to 63% said no. So that's a bad point because what they mean is anyone who's over the border, they just, just decriminalize it. It's not illegal to come over the border. You can just come over whenever you want. That's right. kind of like open borders. I don't think that's a smart thing. Um, and and so that's
0: one of the policies you don't agree with
1: right and that was one of the things that was i mean i have to look at it more but but my point is that is that going to be a sticking point because yes. the, because the border is a big fucking deal right now and Here's everyone's talking do. about it and they're, they're gonna just going to go she wants open borders she wants open borders that's, all they're, open gonna border. that's right. all they're going to do that's all they're going to do so I think she needs to say hey we need to take a look at, at better ways to get them through the process legally and and that's that's the and that is the real answer the real answer is we don't just shut them out we don't just fucking take their kids we don't just put them in cages but when they come over we fucking hire through more people a, to a process. process it a pro- yes. properly which by
0: the way creates and vet jobs them,
1: yes and vet at them and get them through the system better okay and then we can figure out what we what works based on the numbers of um of getting you know getting people in and what, whatnot the other the other one that was on there is is they kept saying free health care for illegals free health care for illegals and 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 a lot of the progressives are like yes they're going to get free health care and people are like no why do they get free health care but what they're exp- what they're doing is they're not explaining this stuff okay first off it is not free please listen to me it is not free. No one ever says, oh, what about free military? Oh, what about free infrastructure? No. Our taxes go to a pool, and then we decide how to divvy those taxes up. Fifty-some percent of it goes to the fucking military, which isn't going to veterans. I just want to be very
0: clear that the people who are making the laws about people's health care... Get better health care than the people who are complaining about the health care,
1: right? And much better health care than the idiot Trump supporters who don't want health care. Um, but you could take seven percent of that, and you, and she, Elizabeth Warren says, "Two, we're going to charge two cents per two dollar cents. on the billionaires, and that will cover the health care." So quit calling. And even Elizabeth Warren, he's a quit saying, "And that will provide free health care." No, it won't provide free health care. It will provide health care. So. I'm gonna put in thousand dollars a year of my taxes, ten thousand dollars a year of my taxes. The trick is, do I want eight thousand of that to go to buy more f whatever bombers and and shit that we don't or need, or make sure
0: you have healthy people,
1: or or maybe take a thousand of that and make sure that everyone is covered. Here's the other thing: quit with the us versus them mentality. When they say, "Oh, illegals are gonna get it, but I don't have it." Yes, you're right. You don't have it. But it's not the illegals' fault. And and the illegals aren't going to get it instead of you, no. you fucking hillbilly. It's been- <clears throat> and, and it's like when we, when we talk about this before, if I go to Paris and i break my arm in paris they don't put me in a cage they don't send me back to america they just fix my fucking arm cuz yeah. i'm in their country and even if they... i'm there legally or illegally or on vacation they have a healthcare system that is that is not free but what i told you it is you... open to everybody because it's paid for by their by the citizens so that everyone is covered it make if i come in with this fucking bird flu it's better for their overall health yeah. to do something about my bird flu than to just ignore me well so so yes, thing, if someone bro. comes over and they're illegal and they break their arm, yes, they're gonna get health care. but I'm, so will fucking everybody.
0: I'm gonna I, I have to tell you, the reason why that is not going to why it doesn't resonate with these people is because of what America was founded on. It is founded on a us versus them. Right, basis. Well, the everything, everything about this country has been a us versus them. Right, and it's always been about a hierarchy, a status, and all of that. So these people are feeling like, well, shit. Why should I have to share health care with that person that wasn't even born here? Right now, instead of being mad at the person. That is not making it possible for you and that person. So they'd rather have have no health care than make sure a Mexican guy can have health care. Dude. It's fucking nuts. No. Yeah, it's nuts. But it's also... At the core of why we have the issues that we have, let me tell you something. Only in this country, only in America, can rich people that already have their shit together convince poor people that don't have their shit together that the people that are poorer than them that don't have their shit together even more are the fucking problem. Right. So when you have this, but I think you can convince those people with the right language. You not all of them, a
1: chunk of them, enough to get it through. If I these people, the, the problem is that they watch Fox News and they think that Elizabeth Warren wants to give. Illegals free health care that they pay for and that they won't get health care. That's literally what they think And, And they also think it's gonna cost them a ton of money. No, we're not charging you anymore. And if we did charge you another 2% on your taxes, what is that? Another $300 a they, year for your again, fucking- But again,
0: think and about it, dude. what are
1: you paying in premiums for your insurance
0: now? You're, More than
1: fucking $300 a year. You might as
0: well be talking a foreign language because to them, all they know is color and status. This is what, let me tell you something, dude. When you watch this dude talk, cause I, some of the Corey's, Corey just said, great point. They don't want to think of shit like that. They don't want to think of what you just said everything you just said went in one ear and out the other for them because what you're saying makes more sense is it, it, you you went logistics you went numbers they don't give a fuck about that all they care about is what you look like and where you are that's all they give a fuck about now i want to say this so now here's the thing when you watch this dude talk and a lot of people we get on him because the dude is stupid and he's an ignorant racist motherfucker but when he talks to his base. Yeah, he, he talks he to talks them like a three-year-old, and, and, three and, and they totally feel like I get it. He said, "Brown people bad, white people good, right? America good, anyone else bad? Rich people help us, poor people hurt us. That's all they hear, right? So,
1: so to them, they but, but but that's my point is about the language. Like like this is what they could do when they say. So, do you think illegals illegals should have health care? What they should just say is, under my plan, all Americans are going to have health care. Yeah, healthcare will be healthcare will will not be free. Healthcare will be provided. What up, Jason? And when they go, where's the money going to come from? Rich people and taxes that you're
0: already paying. The rich people that you gave a huge tax break to, right? And the taxes that you're already paying. And you didn't vote for that tax. Those tax breaks. They just gave it to them, right. By the way, I want to be very clear about and that. And you also didn't vote for the free military. What about? I don't want free
1: wars. I don't remember. Yeah. I don't remember paying for free war. Where are all these free wars coming from? What about all these free corporate fucking uh, welfare? I didn't. I don't remember. I don't remember pay, asking to give free F-15 bombers or whatever yeah. the fuck they're called. That's they're free. You're telling me they're free? Well, no, our taxes are paying for them. That's what would happen with health care. You fucking ignorant retard. So no, it's not free. We pay for it, but we just would not pay for something that we don't need. That doesn't right. anybody remember tax no taxation without representation
0: yeah. oh they what the fuck
1: like. do you think it's not representation to be giving it you, to rich people and giving it to the military that we don't need we don't need another fucking uh,
0: aircraft hey, carrier I'm telling you though again he talks to these people in a way that makes them feel that he is looking out for right. them. even though statistically but you, you can could see do, you could do that
1: happen. on the other side by saying you know hey, we're gonna give we're gonna give good wholesome you Americans. Covered. We're gonna give yes, yeah. We're gonna yeah. You no medical bills. No medical know, bills. No white people, no medical bill. White people no medical bills. I know,
0: I know. White, Elizabeth, see Elizabeth Warren, white people no medical bills. You say exactly. You come up with the little sock puppet. You pay nothing. <laughs> I pay nothing. No, you pay nothing. It's free. No, it's
1: not. <laughs> it's provided <laughs> by rich people. Yay! Rich people are helping you. Yay! Oh my it's God. trickle down healthcare. Yay!
0: Trickle down Elmo. <laughs> trickle, tr- tr- trickle me, Elmo. Trickle me Elmo. <laughs> <laughs> just, I, so, but again, dude, I'm telling you the reality is these people don't let me tell you what the easiest thing is to do. Is to trick somebody. Into feeling like everybody else is the enemy except you, right? That's the easiest thing to do. And but what this guy has done, so, think, so uh, make he, the rich he, he, people he, the enemy. No, no, but because again, dude, the rich people don't. Look, the rich people look like them. If this was Obama, Not saying me. All of this, no, 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 no. Call them toothy Americans. <laughs> <Hilarious>. <laughs> but look but, at the teeth but that think guy's about got. This. He's hoarding all the teeth. Think about this, dude. The tax breaks they gave most Americans voted against that they didn't want that and they still gave it to him anyway. Right. Anyway, they're still coming out of people's medicare. They don't give a fuck what people say. Most people didn't want the wall. Not only did not only is he going to did he get the money for all? He stole the money from the military to build the wall. Americans did not want this. Right. Most people did not. So they are still telling these people Hey, this is what we're doing. But again, the only reason, Ian, the only reason they are able to do this is because they keep think, telling them that brown people are bad. Brown people coming here are bad. Let me tell you something, dude. There was a meme, there was a cartoon, not a meme, a cartoon of uh, this dude, old white guy, fat dude on a scoot, on, a, on one of the mo- motorized scooters. Like a rascal. Yeah. Is that what it is? A Rascal or alarm. So, but he's he's riding through it through a town, and he's like, all these goddamn illegals are ruining the goddamn country. And then in the background, you see a dude working on the lawn, you see a dude working on the roof, you see a dude working on plumbing. You see, a, you know, they're doing all this stuff to beautify the area, and they're all Mexicans, they're all Hispanics. But this is the guy on the mag with a MAGA hat, like, ruining the goddamn country. This is again, this is the core and the essence of what we are. This is why this dude will probably get another term. Because let me tell you something, and because I saw your notes and we didn't get it, but we should go into it real quick because people need to know about this. But we, but
1: yeah, we can, we can always, we got debates coming up tonight. We can always do okay. it again later this week.
0: Just so you guys know, for the people that are still here and the people out there that are watching and listening, right now, after Mueller gave his testimony saying, now, let me just be very clear again. Here's what's not a partisan issue. Here's what's not a a them versus us. Here's a fact. It has been concluded that Russia interfered in the election. And they still are. Yes. By all accounts. Yes. It has been concluded that they did so. all 50 states. Yeah, all 50 states. It's been concluded that they did it for one person. The dude that's in office now.
1: Well, well. Let's also state though, and to bring down our government. Yes. They they didn't just. They don't just want to help Donald Trump. They want to help Donald Trump because he's know that they know he's a fucking moron, and they know he'll do his bidding, and they know he'll bring down our democracy.
0: Exactly. That's why they want that. That's what they ultimately want. So this is all fact. So even if you are a Trumpster and you do care about America, you love America so much, you'd be humping the fucking flag. You love it so much, just like Trump. Yeah, uh, you know, flag. if you are that person that loves this country so much, tell me why is it you're not upset that Mitch McConnell is personally by himself blocking the bills that, by the way, Republicans and Democrats both agreed should happen to avoid any further cyber attacks right tell I, me why as an American you're not
1: pissed at I that. actually put there's on my on my page if uh everyone here should be a friend of mine on Facebook I just posted to uh uh on there today what is today Wednesday the 31st uh I posted it let me see if I uh, there's a Shep Smith who's actually a Fox guy um there's a video of, of Shep Smith talking about um about about that and one and the things that are on there because because uh Mitch McConnell comes out and says I don't want these they're trying to uh They're trying to do this. They're trying to do that, blah, 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 whatever. Uh, It's all partisan. And he's like, how is it partisan to want paper ballots? There's nothing partisan about wanting paper ballots. There's nothing partisan about any of this shit. But he's like, I'm not going to pass because it's just a way to slide in partisan legislation. There's nothing partisan in it. And here's the thing. If there was something partisan in it, like one thing, you know what you could do? You You could rewrite the bill without that one thing in it and get the things that are good in there. It's not that fucking hard. They've done it before. They did it with Obamacare. Mm-hmm. They sure as fuck fucked over Obamacare, and they didn't put in the the original Affordable yeah.
0: Care, Care Act that we know. I just, uh, I guess my problem is Corey said two things. He said uh, it's not about what they get; it's uh, they're worried about who gets what. That's exactly it. The other thing he says is, why are they so cool with Russia? Like we're like we weren't at war. Exactly, we we're at war with these people. But you, this is what I'm saying. You can trick people to give up their freedoms and their democracies if you make them feel like everyone else is the enemy. It is, dude. It, I got to be honest with you, bro. I did not think it was going to be this easy. I got to right. be honest with you. I, I didn't think I didn't think it was going to be this easy to trick these goofy motherfuckers into doing this. Right. But the number one reason why it is this easy is because at the core of America, and I keep saying it until the day I die, is that it was founded off of greed, deception, theft, slavery, and status. <laughs> All those things. And these people are willing to give up all of that shit, even if it takes the help of another fucking country, just so they can still say that they're on top, even though they're still living in a trailer park, they're still getting their Medicare taken away from them, they still might not have Social Security when they get older, and they still may not have a democracy. Yep. So I know. They don't care. They don't don't care. They don't. And I hate to say it, bro, because... We'll talk... We we gotta go. Uh, we kept it live for forty five minutes. Yes,
1: yay! But new record.
0: But anyway, hey, you know we'll, we'll we'll pick it up. We'll maybe we'll get
1: maybe we'll do another one this week. Talk about it after the uh, after the watch the debates tonight if this goes out. Um, if not, see if you can find a replay of it. If it's if this goes out afterward, I'm not sure when this will air on iTunes and whatnot. But if you're watching us live on Facebook, watch the debate tonight, um, and then uh, you know make a comment. Go to my video, go to my page, and watch the the Shep Smith uh, video about about Mitch McConnell. It's pretty. It's pretty. Uh,
0: I, I really pretty just do, I don't understand why like they're doing it in plain sight now, bro. Yeah, yeah. And he he's coming out telling you, I am not going to protect america's no. elections and the f- i am personally Becau- not going because to he is it. completely funded and compromised by russia and we know
1: this we know this we we've seen it's, it's 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 not even it's it's not even news anymore it's old it's been we know that mitch mcconnell's completely complicit that's why they're calling him moscow mitch and don't let up he's fucking moscow mitch yeah. um all right we got to go uh oh. find him uh comedian ty uh, barnett ty has links me. to
0: all the stuff and all of that
1: IanHarrisComedian.com and uh, please be sure to, to to like us rate us review us on iTunes Stitcher Google Play uh, you can go to our Patreon Patreon.com slash Critical and Thinking please share it please tell people about it please help us build this and um, give us some suggestions of stuff you want us to talk about guests you want us to have on we like to have guests on we haven't done that in a little while so um, yeah please do that and um, that's it we'll Critical in Thinking Podcast Ty Barnett
0: Ian Harris see you